All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss I hate to break the fishing news up your Amchuk but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey congratulations you're one of the 13 listeners of the real life podcast we just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm might want to mark that down your yep all of my projects are on schedule until they're not a member of the nation network of podcasts about as funny as we're gonna get today Welcome into episode 168 of the Real Life Podcast, our Thursday edition. We're bumping these up to two a week now since we're all quarantined and quite literally have nothing better to do. Uh, Wanye's here, Bag Milk's here, Jay's here. I shouldn't say we have nothing better to do because three of us have nothing better to do. Jay is out on the road right now delivering Nation Beer. Uh, how has the first day and a half of deliveries been, Jay? Oh, you know, it's been a wild week. Uh but it's been so nice to like get out inside for like long periods of time. So I to to expedite things and get beer in people's hands quicker. Uh, me and sales guy Jared drove up to Save Slave Lake in a blizzard uh, to go pick up the beer. Best believe we had a donair in Slave Lake. Shout out Alamo donair. Uh, pita wasn't steamed enough. Meat was good. Probably give it uh, 81 to 83. Wow. Uh, sauce is okay. It's been a while since I've uh, rated it uh, or reviewed a Donair. Should have probably done it there. Uh, got to test the, the brew. It was great. Uh, and then, Discuss. Yeah. What do you mean? Talk more about the beer. What's it like? So, uh, it is a light beer. Uh, good. good. Which is good because the, the, the mandate was when we had our little... Uh, you know, spitball stash of, you know, what should the beer be and what profiles and notes should it have? Yeah, make Bud Light. 
Yeah, uh, crushable and <laughs> yeah. just that. Just like, like Bud Light, they always cringe when you tell a beer yeah. guy to make Bud Light. Oh, yeah. I know, but they, but they, but they get it because it's it's supposed to be the this is supposed to be the beer that can get you through the playoffs. The one you can have if you're drinking, you can have one or twenty of. Yeah, uh, and not like where like I am a beer snob, but like I can't drink like ten like IPAs. No, they're too acidic. They're too bitter. Yeah, but. I, but I do like to have them, you know, one, you know, one here, like situational beers like that. So that's okay. So crushable it is. Uh, we brought it all up to Edmonton and then shit, we started delivering. We had 60 deliveries to do yesterday. Um, and in the meantime, we still had some supply to sell and uh, we pushed it. The team pushed it, did a great job. So we sold out of everything and we've got a bunch more deliveries today. So I have been, I have seen parts of Edmonton I didn't know existed. I didn't realize how big our goddamn beautiful city is. <laughs> it, it spreads like crazy. There's been like some interesting things. There's one person who bought beer who left some uh, pepperoni for us, <laughs> which is a nice touch. Like Santa. Like Santa. There's one dude. Uh, he lives in a cul-de-sac. So he bought a four-pack for all of his neighbors so they could what? sit out in the cul-de-sac and have a beer. What? So his delivery instructions were like, okay, drop. Like, I bought this many... Uh, take a four pack and take it to this house number, this house number, this house number. He's like, these are my drinking buddies. I was like, that's wow, cool, yeah, uh, yeah, just crazy. I just this last delivery I just did. I the the guy wasn't there, so I just called to say because and he didn't answer the doorbell to pick it up. So I would just give a friendly follow up and say, hey, I delivered it. Um, just in case something gets stolen or something. But hey, I delivered. He's like, oh shit, no. I'm like, what man? He's like. I'm out running errands. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, are you there in the truck? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, fuck. He's like, I wanted to take photos with you. I was like, well, you know what? If you order another four pack, yeah, I will come to your house every day. I will, I will personally drive it out there for you. And we'll make this up. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. So it's super pumped. So it's like, it's just neat. Holy shit. Oh, I'm driving, by the way. This is an amazing podcast. Keep going. So this van just pulled into my lane and almost drove me off the road. <laughs> so I don't know if you heard this. I just talked. Oh, on the oh yeah, we heard. Okay, so that's good podcast. This is, uh, this is reality uh, reality podcast right now. So right now you're breaking both the quarantine and talking on the phone wall. But I'm on Bluetooth. That's true. Which uh, I'm doing everything legit. The one thing I didn't do was legit <laughs> is I picked up I picked up Poodle Noodle. In Spruce Grove, after my Stony Plains Spruce Grove deliveries, yeah, and ate it while and ate it while driving. But I gotta I gotta feed the temple while making these deliveries, buddy. We are we are we get to suspend stupid laws. I'm parking on the wrong side of the road like they do in England because whatever. I'm gonna keep all the real laws. I'm gonna obey, but stuff like don't eat a noodle while driving. I think you're doing the right thing. Well, and well, and I'm not taking Wanya's advice from last week and drinking while driving. Although I've uh. got. A bunch of bullets in the chamber back here. Yeah, you mean I'm to carrying. tell me driving all the way back from Slave Lake, no one cracked a beer? Swear to God. Wow, you've gone soft. Responsible well, for you. That was responsible. White, well, and we're white knuckling. Like it was a yeah, it was, true. A blizzard. Uh, Don't fuck. Oh, around. yeah, it was. Uh, that was stressful, but you know what? It, in hindsight, it was worth it because we got home. We got. Uh, we're able to get, you know, people spend money on beer, so I don't want them to wait any longer than they have to. They already did did us a solid by doing that. So, yeah, so it's been good. The, the You're undoing the damage the beer industry has done by Corona sponsoring this virus. You're undoing the damage. You're making yeah, people was, believe in beer again. 
We need beer to believe it. Uh, yeah. No, it's so, Jay, so, Jay, Go what's ahead. the plan now that since Nation Citizens came through in a way that only they can and sold this thing out basically days, what happens now? That's a great question. So, uh, our friends at Dog Island, which they're great dudes, by the way, got to, I've only talked to them over the phone before, but got to meet them face to face. Really good, good guys. Like, they've been nation supporters for a long time and just like, you know, they're super pumped with the partnership just like we are. But, uh, so they, they sent us, so they, they, they labeled, uh, it was like 500 cans of beer. Uh, and that's what we picked up, uh, to, to do all these pre-orders and deliveries with. So now the, the second, the second round's been shipped to what's called Liquor Connect. So Liquor Connect is like where bars and liquor stores order their beer from. So now the next wave is to, you know, ask, they kindly ask, uh, local, uh, uh, beer vendors to, uh, order some product to get it in and we would happily promote you for doing that. So that's going to be the next wave. We're probably, we're working out a way for them to ship us down another, um, another batch for us to do delivery with. Um, and then when that, when, when that arrives, we'll then push it out uh, through our channels to um, order through the dog Island website. Uh, and then we'll do another, we'll go around be beer, beer Santa again. So that's, we're just waiting on the details of that. The other thing they're working on is actually the ability to ship beer. So they're just getting set up for that. So you could actually order nation beer, I guess, via mail or whatever the proper AGLC terminology is. I hope I'm not getting anyone <laughs> into trouble. Um, but that allows us to go further than just the Edmonton area. So like Grand Prairie, Calgary, Lethbridge, and maybe even out of province, but I'll uh, I'll let the the, the, the boys at uh, at Dog Island uh, let us know and tell us what the details are of that. So hopefully we're gonna get it to make a big splash. The reaction so far has been tremendous. All the social media content from everyone we delivered to yesterday was awesome. You know, Alan Kramer made that crazy video. That was really cool. <laughs> that was fucking rad. Me and him had a good chat yesterday. Uh, and that's that's been like the cool thing is sometimes you can. Some people are home, so you can have a conversation with them. So he's such oh, a nice guy, that dude. Oh fuck, he's he's and he answered the door. He's wearing a nation hat. And a nation <laughs> he, he didn't know he didn't know when we were coming, yeah. or what day we were coming. And yeah. I'm like, God, I'm like, what a, what a good, yeah. Like, yeah. and it's it's it, it, you know, we're very thankful to have citizens like that in the community. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been fun. But like I said, for me, it just kept me busy. I've been I've been I've been like long haul. I've been putting like long haul trucker hours in. Hopefully Sherwood Ford isn't listening because I'm putting lots of K's on the nation truck. <laughs> and thank you for that. I'm also looking forward to the idea that you and I discussed uh, over the past couple of days, Jay, where we're going to have nation happy hour on yeah. Instagram. Live. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We're going to, yeah. people that have nation beer or just people that want to pop in and have a chat as if we were doing just a regular post game kind of thing through the other's nation Instagram account. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to have a beer with people and try and have a little bit of normalcy, a little bit of conversation and see what Oilers fans are up to. Now, Bagmilk, on the topic of uh, having parties, is there any truth to the rumor I heard that you're starting an OnlyFans account? That's right. I'm starting yeah. an OnlyFans account. Yeah. I'm also yeah. going to be a cam girl Amazing. Uh, Amazing. During, these, during these times to try and get a little bit of content out there. Hype so. your project. You know? Make sure you include lots of links in the videos that you're making for uh, your post-game shows. So you're Remchuk. You'll be able to find me on OnlyFans doing <laughs> whatever you ask. 
uh, provided that the token's clear, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, one sec here. I, I've actually never heard of that website. So what did you say the URL yeah, was again? Exactly. It's yeah, exactly. Right. Only, only what? <laughs> only pans? <laughs> the website's like, welcome back, Mr. Uremchuk. Your platinum pass is not expired. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I oh, actually Lord. don't know what that is. Oh, bag uh, <laughs> milk! You want to tell Jack? I think uh, I think Tyler is just discovering OnlyFans for the first time. Tyler, I, what are you seeing there on your computer? Um, well, it looks like you can earn eighty percent commission on all income. Like that's <laughs> this the is first... what I read, right? I was reading today about how commission. Yeah, man, all these people are signing up for OnlyFans accounts, and like, there's like all these new people doing porn to the point it was like I think I read it on Vice or something. It's like an influx of people doing it. I just assumed bag milk's a big influencer. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know what? You got to pay the bills no matter how you no matter how you can. And uh, I've got yeah. a talent that people have an appetite for. <laughs> Live streaming feature, <sighs> daily, weekly, and monthly payouts. Yeah, man, you can get paid daily from the pervert. Pay per view. Yeah. Wow. What, yeah, what's so- your What's your act, Magno? Do you just like hula dance to music, or what do you do? Yeah, I'm doing a little bit of that while I'm also uh, completely nude and oiled yeah. down. Yeah. So any special requests, I also service those as they come in in real time. So sometimes I'm have to get creative with all kinds of uh, household objects and just uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just doing what I can to keep the people entertained. You know, uh, having seen Tiger King, and don't worry, your abject. We'll go from OnlyFans to Tiger King. You can <laughs> relax. Um, Anything is possible. Everyone's a freak. We got people who aren't gay in gay relationships because they want mess. We got fucking guy living with 90 different women and having a ponytail despite being in his 50s. What a world that whole world was. It's a great look. So you, you watched, watched it, it now? Time, right? Yeah, I watched the whole thing beginning to end. And did Chalmers properly sell it? On- well, but this is what always happens with Chalmers. Chalmers explaining shows to me generally is more entertaining than the actual show. Right? Like, he knows to pull the key pieces out. He hits you with all the high points. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's that guy. He, who, like, when, he, when I was like, explain Tiger King to me, and he was hitting me with all that stuff. I wouldn't have noticed half that shit when I was watching it, except for Chalmers, right? Yep. And so, like... It's a it's an interesting show. The weirdest part about that whole show is that none of it, I assume, is fake. Yeah, like I think that's pretty accurate as to like what happened, and that's like that's crazy because everyone in that show is batshit crazy. Well, along those lines, Wanye, I've been having a great time following Big Cat Rescue on Twitter. Now that's the one ladies' company. That's right. That's okay. exactly right. So is she? As I understood it in that show. She's basically saying she's not a zoo by saying she's a rescue, yep. but still operating uh, yeah, as a zoo. Exactly. Genius. Yeah, exactly. Genius. Genius. The sh- most shocking thing in the entire show to me was when she was like, that's not how you get people to eat you if you're a tiger. Why would you put cologne on your shoes? No, you have to put sardine oil. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. This crazy fucking bitch. <laughs> so, so along those think, lines, along those no. lines, I got it. The pin tweet right now on at Big Cat Rescue is probably got some of my most favorite replies of all time. To it. So, <laughs> if you will humor me, the tweet itself says, says Big Cat Rescue worked with the directors of Tiger King in good faith, and its sensationalism is disappointing. We understand concerns and remain focused on our mission. We don't respond to allegations or hateful statements, but we do monitor for questions about efforts to save these majestic animals. Now, the first reply, 
that has in itself gone a little bit viral in terms of replies go comes from a gentleman named Cyclone Larry. And Cyclone Larry says, respond if you fed your husband to the tigers. Ignore <laughs> if he's in a septic tank. If you're honest, I will donate. Do not worry, Carol. I understand sometimes people are annoying and deserve to be fed to tigers. You have my full support. To which Big Cat Rescue responded, thanks for your support. Here's the link to donate. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Oh, my God. And it goes on from there. So this this tweet itself has 2,300 replies, and all of them are just as funny as the last. It's the best. I probably wasted 30 minutes of my life last night. Well, not wasted. I enjoyed every minute of it. Reading these replies to this tweet last night, and oh, my goodness, they are fantastic. <laughs> that lady has a master plan. Like, do I think the lady who is using Congress to put all the other zoos out of business, collect their animals for free and then charge people to go while having everything be a volunteer? That's fucking Bond villain shit. Of course she killed her husband. Please. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and that well, dude she's married to now, that guy would do anything she said. That guy would hide a body for her. Oh, no doubt. Like there's that still image of them when he's wearing a, a, a leash. Yeah, like that. That's madness. Like we said last week, he is definitely a cock. See, it's weird though because, like, I guess I'm just straight laced. But like, half that shit I wouldn't have noticed, right? Like, when you were like watching to be on a leash, I was like, "What the hell is everybody talking about?" That when I saw it, it was titillating to say the least. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Other things. Other things that blew my mind in that uh, documentary is just the like when you Ramchuk that said everybody who's an amputee was a good person in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Like, I don't know why that one dude elected to not wear a shirt the entire documentary <laughs> while he's being interviewed. Like, to me, if I'm being interviewed, I'm rocking, like, one-third tooth inventory and two nipple rings and shit. I might want to have this, like, covered up for posterity, but... I bet you the producers asked for it. Oh, for sure they did. Now, <laughs> the whole movie was made by that one smoked-out dude who was smoking at the table in the interview, right? No, no. He, he, he was supposed to be the producer of the real life show for Joe Exotic. The guy that made oh. it, you see him once in a while. He's like, uh, he's, he was a little bit taller, like curly brown, like kind of curly brown hair. Cause they said he lost all his footage and yeah. shit, but they still had all this old footage of the zoo. Cause it's the other guy who was coming to do the documentary on like the whole exotic game. Yeah. For and sure. Joe burned all that shit up too. If that's oh, even a fucking debate, which is no shit. But what also is for a walk here? I'm about to make beer. Our boy Calvin ordered some nation beer. Well, tell him he's live in the podcast. And you almost got into an accident five minutes ago. Oh, geez, that was that was real. The, part of me was like, "This is the greatest moment in podcasting history, provided you live." <laughs> Which you do. All this right. is uh, oh, riveting yeah. podcasting, but uh, Jay is dropping off an order live on the show. <laughs> yeah, right there. We'll see if Calvin comes out. Yeah, we're waiting on That's you. Jay, describing spray down, and just so you know. Everyone, all the deliveries are sprayed down and toweled off with, with sanitizer, placed in a bag, and all legit. Social distancing is in full effect. And wow. uh, there we go. Yes, Jay did. He dropped off my nation beer today. Support. As a professional, we kept our distance, mm-hmm. even when handing the beer over, which was set aside, taken. It was wonderful. Wonderful experience. I would order again. I'm saving mine for this weekend, and I'm very excited for it. 
I suggest that you join in on tomorrow's uh, Nation Happy Hour, you rep, Chuck. The people love to see you on Instagram Live. Absolutely. Um, what time will yes, it be out? They do. Oh, wow. Don't sound too excited. Yes, they do. I don't know. Sometime in the early evening. All right, yeah, we'll maybe. Yeah, like, like happy hour, like 5 o'clock. Or You're like joke. How can you say maybe? We're all locked in our houses except for Jay, who's clearly defying all laws. You have nothing to do tomorrow or tonight, whenever it is. You no. go to that party. No, I do, actually. Um, so Friday night, so tomorrow night, is my dad's birthday. Um so I told him that I'd, you know, bring him over food and we'd have a few drinks and whatnot. Um, and then what? Saturday is... Is uh, that specifically what we're not supposed to do right now? I live with my parents still. Oh, then knock yourself up. I, I own a condo now, or I have a condo that I'm going to be moving into, but it's not for another, like, month and a half here till I'm done fixing it up. Um, but right. I also, I also obviously still spend a ton of time with my girlfriend because why not? Um, and it's her birthday on Saturday. So I have, like, a full weekend of, like, birthday activities that I'm still going to try to crush out. There you go. Man, yeah, I don't, even, I don't even know what we're allowed to do or what we're not allowed to do right now. I, I'm, like, listening to that story. I'm, like, what are you, crazy? Hanging out with other humans? Are you going to be wearing garbage bags? Well, I mean, I'm only re- going between three places because I still have to work at the radio station. So I go there. <laughs> so I go from my house to the radio station and then either back home or to my girlfriend's apartment. So I'm really only in three locations. Um, I think I'm but within the I thought the I laws. read that we're not supposed to, like, if you don't live with your girlfriend, you're not supposed to see your girlfriend. Yeah, but she's no? working from home. So, like, I'm safe because I'm only going to work and then right back. And she's just trapped in her apartment right. by herself with no one going in. So what's going to happen there, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. There is no right answer. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking what other kids in class are doing so I can act accordingly. Yeah, because I am also bunkered down. I have barely left my place. Do you want me? I can add another place onto my repertoire. I can come visit you. Yeah, this is nice and safe over here. No, we're not supposed to. <laughs> if it's a closed loop, it's okay. I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, I think I I'm okay because it's a, yeah, like I said, it's a closed loop. Like I'm at my house or her place or work. Like it's three. It's not like I'm, you know, gallivanting around. Well, I also read that like as long as you're not exposing yourself to old people. Like, that sounds weird. <laughs> Well, what do you want to be? What do you want to be? Yeah, exposing yourself to young people. Which which jail do you want to go to? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I thought you were. Unless you're on OnlyFans, in which case you can expose yourself for a nominal fee. An eighty percent cut to the performer and twenty percent to the website for most of them. And one website like that, I'll be honest, I didn't know. Like I'd heard of OnlyFans in jest. But I've never been there. But there's another one, and they created like a multi-million dollar fund to subsidize all their quote-unquote content creators. Like, wow. I, th- I think there's fucking money in this. Unbelievable. Really? There's money well, in porn? Well, no, but like this platform is like you sign yourself up, and you don't have a manager. You don't work for anybody. Yeah. And you m- maintain your own social accounts and shit, and then you go there for the ballers, right? If you want to pay dough. So it's like, Part, it's, it's kind of like what we do with blogging and podcasting, except much less nudity. Much I don't know, less, I respect yeah. the hustle. It was a whole well, article about the business of it all. Well, I can't see you right now, Juan. Yeah, I have no idea if you're nude or not. No, I'm not nude. One of the rules is I got to get up every morning. I got to have a shower. I got to get dressed. I also cut my own hair for effect. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, because we can't see you right now, but I saw you off the top of the podcast, and you got a fresh trim going on, which is something not a lot of people will have the luxury of. But you cut your own hair. Well, now, be honest. Out of 10, or maybe it's a one and zero question, did you think that I'd gotten a professional haircut? Or did you look at me and say, that motherfucker cut his own hair? 
Mm. I'll be honest, the thought of you getting a professional haircut never really crossed my mind, but it right. just looked like right. you got a haircut, and I was just like, there we oh, go. hold up, did you get a haircut? It wasn't like, yeah. boy, your hair looks like shit. Did you cut it yourself? It was just like, oh, yeah. I can tell you got a haircut. I did it myself, man. I cut my own hair. It's not that crazy. Uh, over the years, it's been funny because, you know, for 97% of the time, you do a good job. Those 3% <laughs> where you see the miss, or you see oh, yeah. the whoops. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, that's always entertaining. I never comment on it. I just have some inner dialogue and just kind of go about my day. But Oh, you don't okay. tell me? No. Oh, you can tell me. Well, what are you going to do? You can't fix it unless oh, you shave I, your head. I obviously don't give a fuck. Otherwise, I wouldn't cut my own hair. <laughs> <laughs> your M check, I've been cutting my own hair since the year 2000. That's fascinating to me. Yeah. So you, at this point, you must be like, what's the routine? Like, what is, is this scissors? Is this a Floby? Like, what's going on? Air for men? No, man, depends on my mood, right? And I will, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but just to balance it out because no one knows what I look like. I've had days where I look good. Not all the time, but some days. I bet. But what do you use? What's the equipment? Whatever, I change it up. Right now, I've got like a beard trimmer. Yeah, just like a kitchen knife going in. No, I have beard trimmer and like office scissors I've been using because I lose shit all the time. So I used to have like a hair trimmer, but I don't know what happened to it. But what I'll generally do is like shave my head down to some sort of setting and then let it all grow back willy nilly and just trim it with like whatever scissors I can find. This is pre-pandemic, P.S. I would live like this. Um, But yeah, no, I gave myself like a high fade and I think I look pretty fly. The back though is weird. I've got like a tail because I missed a chunk, but whatever. So when this is all over, you're going to be one of the only people looking normal then. I think, well, a few things I think. Number one, everyone's going to look hilarious because, yeah, they're not going to give themselves their own haircut. They want to have the sack to do it. Just do it. It's easy. It's very fulfilling. It's very liberating. I'm not somebody who does anything for himself at all generally. I don't know how any tools work, but I can cut my own hair in a pinch, which has been for the last 20 consecutive years. So to Jay and Uremchuk, then what are you guys doing in terms of your personal grooming? Um, I wear uh, a lot of hats, so the mm. hair thing won't really become an issue for me for a while. Um, I, I showed you guys before we started recording my slight stubble on my chin, which is embarrassing at best. Um, so I got that going, but I was going to get rid of that in a few minutes here after we're done recording. I can't grow so a hold beard. Hold on here about that. Hold on. Can you grow sideburns or no? No, like there is nothing going on on my face normally. Like Shameful. if I let it go for like a week or two, you'd be like, hey, are you trying to? And it'd be like, it just, like I said, embarrassing. So I just kind of avoid it in general. Um, Interesting. So yeah, I, you guys said that I do have like 60 days potentially of quarantine to really let it go. But I don't know. I don't think I need to do that. I saw one time a guy in Thailand at a convenience store who had like three long whiskers hanging out of his mole. And those whisker hairs were six inches long if they were an inch. You could grow those. But That'd like, be a good look, too. But I don't think mole I hair? could. Yeah, you could grow, like, occidental mole hair guy. That could be your look. That would require a mole. Well, do you have three whiskers that you could grow long? If you don't have density, can you grow length? No, like, there's just nothing going. I have, like, two small patches on my chin. and then, like, Did your dad have a beard? Uh, my dad has had a mustache, and fun fact, no one in my Did family, he... my mother included, has ever seen him without his mustache. He's never shaved and, it. And wow. do you, like, resemble him overall? Me? No. Yeah. Not not okay. really. So who, who do I look to in your family tree? Like, are you never going to have a beard ever? I think that's a very real possibility. I mean, 
I don't know, like maybe I'm still very young, right? So maybe like in my thirties, yeah, yeah. I can start really pushing it out. Do you but... have like leg hair or anything like that? Yeah, I got a somewhat <laughs> okay amount of leg hair. I, I got yeah. a, like an average amount of leg and arm hair. Yeah, he's that completely hair all around, right? Who he's knows? Com- completely hairless on his body, but a fucking Wolverine growing in his patch, you know? Oh fuck off. <laughs> Wolverine. Oh my God. Hey, that'll be, you know what? This is for all 12 listeners too, that are gentlemen, ladies. Well, there's none of you. That's your own business, but we do not have to not trim our nether regions because there's a pandemic. I do not want to hear about everybody turning into fucking George Bush out there. We trim it up. God damn it. Civilization needs to continue. Nobody wants to see the kitten in the saw grass. Nobody wants to see you have a 1970s NBA player in a leg lock between your legs. Amen. Jay, what are you doing with the, uh, with, with the old hair? Uh, I'm still riding the highs of a haircut I got a month ago. Unbelievable. Um, my shaving frequency has changed. I'm normally an every other day guy. Uh, it's now like every three days. I got to try to get, I want to try to keep my like normal, like grooming ritual routine going and not be affected by this. But I've noticed some areas where I've, uh, I've, I've slid. I've got, um, I've got what's called uh, neck moss. Um, oh yeah. If I could, if I could, if I could scalp my neck and put it on your face, Tyler, <laughs> you could grow, you could grow the beard you've always wanted because my my neck region just grows like crazy. So I'm interested. I have to, I have to like every two weeks take the the clippers and shave it back down to the wood because it just it grows its own. It's it, it's on a different path than the rest of the. The, the scalp yeah. uh, so that's what i gotta so i always go and get like the straight shave on the neck and do all that shit just to make sure i get like right 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 down to the wood but now obviously i don't have that luxury so i'm gonna see maybe maybe as a, as a as a project if i get if i get bored enough i might take a run and cut my own hair just to say i did Fuck it. yeah buddy do it easy now i think you also owe it to yourself if people aren't going to see you much for a while you owe it to yourself to reveal a new look at the end of the pandemic Right, that's all of unbelievable. Us could, that's a great idea. All of us could reveal a new look, right? We're like, oh shit, have you seen Jay? What he do? Fucking grew his goatee three inches long. Ew, gross. What about bag milk? Hasn't shaved his pubes. Gross. It's sticking out the top of his shirt. Nasty. We could all do something. Yeah, you could reveal a new look to the public. Fuck, I could reveal my look to the public. Yeah, there the you answer go. is no dice. Because next thing you know, everyone's like, oh, you look like Joe Exotic. That must have been so scary for you to see your doppelganger on TV. And I'll be like, ugh. Yeah, you do Shouldn't look somewhat like him. Yeah, man. That guy had a lot of drip. He had a lot of swag. For a guy who had some tough times, did a lot of mess, <laughs> saw some ups and downs, I respect people who are just that confident in themselves. The other guy with nine wives, and he's driving up and down the street in the golf cart, that guy might have figured some shit out. We should have heard more from him. Yeah, I was I was upset that they didn't hear more from old Doc as well because that guy, like Jay said la- on uh, Tuesday or Monday, looks like Mister Perfect, and I want to oh, yeah. know what's going on with that guy. Well, and he didn't even uh, Joe Exotic, who at the end of the day is a complicated, tortured man, but I don't think he's that bad in the grand scheme of things. He said that that other guy was like his mentor and was really nice to him. Yeah, that is true. But right, like, no one it, 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 But it's because they they. They were into each other's shit, and he know he, he let Joe on the inside side because he knew Joe wouldn't talk about it. Yeah, so there well, was like a level of trust there. And he is youth. That dude is euthanizing tiger cubs for shit. If you're wondering, he's euthanizing uh, yeah, two a day, probably. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't go well. 
that gangster dude that they interviewed, I am shocked as fuck that guy would agree to do an interview. It speaks to the community of Tiger owners. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's already done. The, he's already served the time. Yeah. Well, you can see. Oh, that's right. That's why, right? He's already yeah, done. Yeah, because he was involved yeah. with chopping up an ATF yeah. agent. Yeah. That guy, like in a in a show full of like tryhards and would be, there was like a brief interview with a real one, and you're like, oh shit. Let's get out of here. Like, this yeah. is a fun documentary, not a, asking this guy about his life documentary. And he ran it like Fort Knox. Like, you could only you, you could only attend the park by invite only. Imagine that. You've, like, served your time. You were a drug cartel guy. They didn't get all your money somehow. So you just go lock it down for the rest of your days in a high-security zoo? <laughs> yeah. It's a, a dream. Plan. Well, you have to cut your own hair, though, your MJ. That's the only thing. You can't leave every damn day for every old thing. I wonder how all those zoos are doing in the pandemic. Probably terribly. Yeah, I'll tell well, you. No, I know, for business. I mean, to get them the grub. Otherwise, those tigers are going to start looking for somebody to eat. Oh, you mean the expired Walmart meat? That that entire thing wasn't that bad. And to be honest with you, Jay, I know you're going to cringe when you hear that. But I'm like, giving a fucking making Walmart meat into pizzas for lower food costs? I respect the play. Someone's fucking thinking. Don't you own a cafe? I feel like this is like incriminating for you to be saying that's a good idea. Why? I wouldn't do that. There's people in charge of decisions that are normal, not me. Don't worry about that. But I was just like, oh, that's smart. Like 14,000 to open a pizza restaurant and the guy name drop or number dropped how much it costs. Food costs low. This thing might work. Speaking of feeding tigers, uh, just the other day, I'm reading, I'm looking at an article right now on rollingstone.com that says Florida sheriff seeks leads in disappearance of Carol Baskin's ex-husband. They are reopening the case. Good. Also Tiger King. I can close that case for you right now. She did it. Undoubtedly, yeah, she did it. The evidence is like the, the tigers that ate the husband are now decomposed and been dead for 20 years. But his oh, bones 100%. are near the septic tank, aren't they? Well, that's another rumor. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I've never, this is my question about law enforcement in general. Why don't they just make everyone do a polygraph test? Why do they even have to fucking prove anything? Aren't there machines that can prove if you're lying? And can't you just but a ask sociopath, somebody? A soci- sociopath can probably beat a polygraph. Cause really? Because people, people like, like, like high-end spies and stuff are trained to beat polygraphs. They can beat a polygraph like just by like will? Because yeah. doesn't the polygraph just, like, take into account, like, your heartbeat and heart rate and shit? Yeah. But why, like, if you're a spy and you get arrested, they aren't, like, interviewing with a polygraph machine. Aren't they, like, waterboarding you and shit? Oh, no. Yeah, that's, they, do, they do do that. But uh, just to keep uh, – sorry, I'm doing another delivery, so I'm confused. Um, oh, by all good. means. <laughs> <laughs> According to – According to the Provincial Court of Alberta, police in Canada use polygraph tests in their investigations, but the results generally cannot be used as evidence in courts. Courts have found that polygraph results to be unnecessary, unreliable, and risky as evidence in criminal trials. I think we can do better. I think what we got to do, we got to think of what we're going to do when we're done the pandemic. We'll all come out of our houses and make some fucking moves. I think we need a better polygraph machine. We can save so much time. If you could just legit ask somebody a question with a polygraph two, and you know they can't lie their way out of it, it saves so much time. Or like one of those machines on Minority Report with Tom Cruise that sees into the future. You need the precogs. That's right. That's what we need, precogs, those bowling balls. 
Now that uh, the Tiger King craze is done, what's up next on the binge watch? What's everyone watching? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tiger King's done? Well, you watched it. Are you going to watch it again? Fuck no. Exactly. <laughs> no, but now that you've seen it, though, Wanya, are you fully enjoying all the memes that are going around right well, now? Well, now I understand what the hell everybody's talking about. Yeah. I didn't fantastic. realize when Tiger King started showing up in memes, he was the Tiger King. I just thought it was some funny looking dude. Well, he does have a look. There's no doubt. His music, his music was not as shitty as I thought it would be. I'll be honest. But it wasn't I went, him. <laughs> what? Huh. Yeah. We talked about it last episode. It wasn't him. He didn't sing in those videos? No. No. He took the trouble to Milli Vanilli his own music? Yep. Yes. See, these people aren't as stupid as you think, man. They've gone to great lengths to build their little world. Yeah. I respect a guy who would go to those lengths. So then the real question is, who the fuck is singing those jams? Uh, the group behind the songs featured in the series are known as the Clinton Johnson Band. To be so delusional, you'll make your own videos, but then also be realistic enough to realize you need a better singer. This guy's got everything. <laughs> yeah, because IQ is, I was pumped on the, on the music. If you're listening to this by the now, Jay is appearing, uh, apparently walking up to a door for a fresh delivery. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I too was disappointed though when I found out that those songs were not written by Joe Exotic because there are some bangers in there. Bangers. Well, you, he had to have written the the Carol killing her husband and feeding to the tiger song. Oh man, how did that? How did he get the trouble to find a lookalike <laughs> to be in the video? Like uncanny. <laughs> she was a dead ringer too. Yeah. I also would have loved to hear the pitch to that woman about what she was going to be appearing in. Yes, here's five hundred dollars. You can spend it on meth. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Uh, uh, so good. A lot of so, those people, so though, that were working at the zoo, like your M check, I think you really hit the nail on the head. Like they seemed like good people. That one lady who got her arm ripped off. Yeah. The more I heard her talk, I was like, "This is like a stand-up lady who just likes animals." And that I feel like that's almost what they like a lot of them start off as like they interviewed the one lady who like left that dock guys uh, that dock guys zoo and she was just like I really loved animals and I thought it was going to be a dream job and then like I think once you kind of get immersed in the world you're a little like oh boy this is fucked but they love animals enough that they just like keep plugging away at this shit. Yeah there's like a mystique to working or going to a tiger zoo that like you can't get anywhere else right. I yeah. just I love the dude that found the job on Craigslist, and he's like, I gotta say, I've never seen anything like this, so I applied <laughs> for it. That guy uh, was the best. Is that the guy that had the long hair? Who's the head zookeeper? You know it. You uh, can know if it. You can get people to work for your cult. You can really drive labor down. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. And that goes back to Big Cat Rescue, where everybody that works there is a volunteer just because they want to hang out with tigers. And then that lady, like, here's why she killed her husband. Remember when they're talking to her and they're like, oh, do you know all your volunteers? And she's like, fuck no, unless they have a blue shirt. I don't even know who anybody is. That's the kind of person who kills her fucking husband. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. Yeah, Carol Baskin's not having a good 2020 right now. No. She's a legit, I would honestly say she was a legit psychopath. You can see how fast she can turn it on the charm and then just turn it right off. Like, that yeah. is on the fucking psychopathic spectrum for Hazel. Well, and even though, th I mean, her husband went missing 20 years ago or whatever it was, you would think you would have some kind of emotion when talking about your husband that disappeared without a trace. You oh, know what I mean? Dude, how did they meet? Remember, like, that poor fucking bastard. He's driving down the road. He has a wife. He has kids whom he's just left. He sees a person walking on the side of the road. Now, I'm assuming this is the era of hitchhiking where you just pick people up. But think about how badly that guy's life swerved to the left. 
because he picked up 17-year-old what's-her-nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Who's already married. Yeah, there was a yeah. lot of, like, little fucking subplots and sub-stories that when you sit back and review the show, you're like, that was fucked, but just got, like, overblown and, like, pushed to the side by the big mountain of fucked up stuff. But there are these weird little mountains of fucked up stuff that existed as well. Yeah, I bet if I watched this show again, I would pick up 20 or 30 new things that I just did not notice the first time around. 100%. It was happening. There's a lot of shit happening pretty fast. I will be honest with you. So uh, before we end the podcast here, like we've literally dedicated now like over a podcast and a half to just talking about Tiger King. So I feel like if we have, uh, if like four of our listeners haven't watched it, they're going to be pretty pissed off at the content we're putting out. But what else have you guys been doing to uh, sort of pass the time? What's kind of sliding into your lives? I was watching Tiger King. Well, yeah, I know <laughs> that, but that's like six hours. It's a 24-hour day still. <laughs> Jay, go ahead. Uh, go highlights. I'm still, I'm still crushing the Peloton, which is exciting. We should have got them on I'm as ter- a sponsor. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sponsored Peloton athlete. I'm, I'm staying true to it. I'm getting my sweat on. I, my mission in terms of alt, uh, altering my uh, my my look, it can go one of two ways. I can come out of this and be 300 pounds, or I can come out of this and be 199 pounds. So I'm trying to go for the latter. But my diet is the tough thing because it's just too easy to eat pizza. Well, it's delicious, and it freezes. I've been crushing pizzas, by the way, like crushing them. It's to the point where I'll make a pizza and I'll be like, okay, I'll only eat a couple of slices. And then next thing you know, I'm watching mm-hmm. episode six of Tiger King and the whole thing's down the hatch. I bet oh, you yeah. tag- remember Tiger King's pizza restaurant? That was a great one. Your M-Tech, you want to talk about Tiger King's pizza? I, the twist your life has taken from last episode, you were like, I'm not fucking watching this. This is stupid. And then Chalmers talks to you about it for like 15 minutes and now it's all you want to talk about. Yeah. He also convinced me to drink rye with a very similar argument structure when we were kids. He was like, you need to drink rye. You're going to have the time of your fucking life. It's so fun. You get super mad and you make rash decisions. And I was like, I'm in. Right? (laughs) There's nothing else to do at the moment, unfortunately. So that or read terrible, terrible news. And I'm not really into that anymore. I've had enough. Or if you're looking for good news, you can read uh, something that Cameron Von Pageview has just posted on OilersNation.com where Wayne Gretzky and Connor McDavid are having a conversation about what it will, and I repeat, what it will be like when Connor McDavid wins a Stanley Cup in Edmonton. Because to quote Wayne Gretzky, he says, you will lift it one day. You're just too good. Whoa, this is a fictional piece Coombe wrote or a real thing that happened? This is a real thing. This is from a sit-down. The two of them had a one-on-one conversation with GQ. What? So we've got that up right now in the nation. The two of them, Connor McDavid and Wayne Gretzky, having a little one-on-one conversation. One of the questions Connor McDavid asks Wayne is, what is it like to win in Edmonton? Oh, my God. And, of course, Wayne gives an answer that only Wayne can. And then that's when he ends it with, you will win it one day. Oh, oh my God. What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? Go to Shea Pierre. Yes, absolutely, Shea Pierre, and have a, uh, a glass of the punch. What's it like winning a cup in the 80s versus in 2022, we'll say? It's like, well, in the 80s, you can smoke in your dressing room. And <laughs> yeah. What you do is you light up a carton of smoke. <laughs> Did you see the post picture I put on Instagram of the scoreboard when they won in 84? Yeah, That's the so players at. Oh, my God. It looked like a fucking ColecoVision or something with a cigarette ad taped to it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I heard uh, so someone just, named Wanya might be re- making their return to hockey blogging. Well, I've been thinking about it, you see, because I figure if now that all the professionals have nothing to talk about, it's my lane. My goal is never to write for Oilers Nation. My goal was to have an awesome Oilers website that I could read every day filled with professionals like Tyler Uramchuk and Bagmill. Mm-hmm. It wasn't to read my own garbage, right? Now, though, that all the real stuff has gone away, I'm like, maybe no one's watching and I can just tiptoe back into the blogosphere because the real writers left and left the front gate open. I think it'd be great, personally. Well, my thought is this. I don't know what to talk about, but there's nothing real to talk about, so I can't really see how I can go wrong. Well, that's just, and that's my point, is like there's there's not a lot going on in terms of hockey news, but a little bit of Wanye might go a long way. Well, that's what she said. That's what she said. Going back to our friend Wayne Gretzky, I just want to pull one money quote uh, for you guys. Again, this is OilersNation.com. Cameron Lewis just posted this 15, 20 minutes ago. When you guys do win, and you will win a Stanley Cup. The uh, feeling is over the top. You work your whole life to do it. Because even at a young age, you probably said, oh, Connor McDavid scored the overtime winner in game seven. I got the winning goal. And when you actually lift the Stanley Cup, it's very special. You will lift it one day. You're just too good. Uh, is that the quote about what it's like to win in Edmonton, too? Uh, going into what's it like to win here, Wayne Gretzky's answer was simply, oh, wow. We were talking about this with a friend who was playing in a big city, and they said people who have season tickets go to about 10% of the games. In Edmonton, I can look across the stands and see the same people every single night and know that so-and-so is in the corner, and they're in this corner, and that person's in that corner. You knew around Christmas time that this was uh sorry you knew around christmas time that they were going to hawaii or florida or palm springs and somebody else would be in those seats people have a routine in edmonton it's the greatest city on earth <gasps> wow okay we got to put that in the bottom of an oodle noodle box bottom of the oodle noodle box greatest city on earth wayne gretzky very yeah done he, he said it he said it he can't take it back he said it all he said it all wow if we are talking about content, one of the interesting things, at least for me, is since I'm knocking it out all over the all yeah, over you're the doing an amazing now, job, by the way. I'm just doing what I can. But what, what I find interesting is that um, a lot of Edmonton Oilers are doing these conference calls right now, where it's kind of like them on a Zoom call, or kind of like what we're doing right now with the media. So boring. And the um, they're a lot. They're really starchy. It'd be fun if they asked some actual uh, questions like, "What are you eating? Sixteen pizzas a week, like the rest of us are." I would love to know if Alex Chase on eating pizzas. But the belief that all of these guys showed in the team and just their itching to get back yeah. to playing yeah. is something that it's really been interesting to read. Just their belief in each other, their belief in the room. Alex Chase on I posted about his a uh, couple hours ago. He went in to say that the feel in the dressing room is so much different this year. They've got personalities that matter. And then he talks a little bit about how things that happen off the ice really matter for championship teams and that the Oilers mm-hmm. are starting to build something. So take that, with, uh, take that how you will. But it's one of those things where we've talked about on this podcast a lot. Personalities do matter. and What happens off the ice matters to what happens on the ice. So it's been interesting to see some guys talk about that. One of the things that I'm going to write about when I write is like things I'm happy about right now because there's a lot of good news right now in a time where there's a lot of bad news, right? And there's going to be a lot of unintended consequences of all this crazy shit that we're going to look back down the road and be like, oh yeah, I guess it was because of all that bad pandemic shit 
this good stuff happened. And one of them is Connor's recovery from his injuries is going to be fine now, right? He's not putting his knee that he willed back together through the rigors of an 82 game season and the punishing uh, blows of a playoff run. It'll probably add three years to his career that he was able to take this much time and recover. And that's three more years of Oilers hockey. I hope it gets to a point with these dudes. Like I would love to see some of the inside of Connor's new crib here in the city. Follow Lauren Kyle on Instagram. I've seen oh, you photos. know I do. Yeah, you know I, know. I do. I see you like, commenting. You're like, oh, hey, Lauren, I think your dog's got a very nice haircut. I'm like, bird milk, sucking up to Lauren Kyle again. Hey, somebody's got to suck up to Lauren Kyle. I see you well con- You're a suck up in the comments to players, and it's great. Because one day one of them's going to befriend you. That's the goal, man. It's the long-term goal. If, if, you could be friends with, if you could be friends with any oiler not named Connor on a social level and you can't tell anyone you're friends, you can't trade on it, who would you want to be your friend? It's easy. Everybody knows the answer to this before you even finish the question. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Ah. So you think in real life you and the Nuge could pal around and chum it up? I do because I like, of all the players on the Edmonton Oilers, you don't know a fucking lick about the Nuge. He not is secretive. Mm-hmm. He keeps it to himself. Yep. He's never complained. He is an all-around good team guy. At least wait a minute. I know that about. reminds me of somebody else in this conversation. You, is it Jay? You're a good team guy. He doesn't bitch and keeps everything close to his chest and doesn't age. That's true. Both that's that's all true. This morning, actually, it's hilarious. He said that because this morning, uh, yesterday, late yesterday afternoon, the WHL they're doing kind of some retroactive looks at some of their players that have since made the NHL. And yesterday, their profile was on Ryan Nugent Hopkins and his time in the red in Red Deer. The hilarious thing about watching that video is the fucking Nuge looks the exact same as he did in 2010. Exactly the same. He does not look any different outside of his neck tripling in size. Jay, who would you hang out with if you were, could be friends with an oiler? Uh, yeah, Nuge would be high up there. Um, but let's see. Sorry, you put me on the spot. I mean, that's okay. Your M track, you get your, you get your answer. Let ready. me think about this. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I already said you I, go first. We got to talk about this on Oilers Nation Radio. New episode drops every Friday on the Nation Network. Check it out. Um, I said uh, Leon Dreisaitl would be my answer. I think me and him, oh. I, I think we'd get along because he kind of has like that dry sense of humor. I feel like he's a he's a man who enjoys simple things. Where me and him could just like hang out and play a few games of crib, and like that would be our night. So I'd pick Leon. That was crazy when that dude Frank from Germany came on the show and talked about how Leon's dad had that goal stop on the goal line. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. nuts. Like that is. That was like a very eye-opening, shocking fucking tale that was excellent. Yeah, Frank. I would was never really listen good. to this podcast. I would never listen to it. But if I did, I'd listen to that and be like, this is why I listen to this podcast. Another thing I learned about Leon Dreisaitl this past week, again, from one of those conference calls, is his favorite TV show's Friends. That's how, okay. that's how all Euro, non-English-speaking Euros learn to speak English yeah. from watching Friends. Is that true? Okay. I, I've heard it a lot. It's uh, it's really big in baseball too. Like a lot of the Latino players that come to the majors, they uh, they all their favorite show is almost always Friends because it's like an easy show to learn English with. Yari Curry learned English watching Happy Days. I remember that. Similar kind of thing then. Oh, Jay just left. Who just left? Jay just left. We lost. Like, you. Le- left the call. Yes. Well, yep, we lost Jay. 
Well, mm-hmm. he, did, he, did, he didn't want to answer who his uh, best friend of Willard would be. No. Oh, it's Connor. He got nervous. Wanya, um, who would you pick? Connor. Yeah. That's why I didn't let you guys pick Connor, because I wanted to pick Connor. And, Sorry, uh, pop, popped out of the conversation, had a delivery call to make. I'm back. <laughs> Kaylor Yamamoto, so I want to hang oh, out with him. Oh. I bet he's. He's adorable, and I think you, he just—I think he just does the funniest things. So I think he'd be very entertaining to hang out with. I did have a good chuckle the other day when I saw on Instagram that Kaylor and his girlfriend and his brother were having a real hard time putting together a puzzle. They also went sledding a few weeks ago. I love it. Uh, it it's just the thing that I find interesting about all these guys social feeds right now is they're just as fucking bored as the rest of us and seeing what they're doing to fill time is hilarious to me oh yeah and like let's not kid yourself a lot of these motherfuckers are boring and celebrities are boring if they don't have people writing stuff for them but i see one more idiot doing an instagram live with nothing to say like unbelievable matt no, Benning, yes, tomorrow what yeah, but- perfect segue to plug nation happy hour Oh, no, 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 happy no, no, hour no. live broadcast tomorrow. No, 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 yeah. no, no. But like when when Vanessa Hudgens is on her Instagram doing her makeup and talking about how it's inevitable everybody dies, you're like, <laughs> you know what, Vanessa Hudgens, you probably need to have people write whatever you say forever. Yeah, that was a tough look for her, wasn't it? Right. I would want to be friends with Connor McDavid, and that's why I said you guys can't in my opening pitch of this because I w- I don't want to be friends with Connor McDavid because he'd be good at hockey. Like that's none of my business, and I'm just happy to cheer for him. But I bet you Connor is, like, ridiculously smart. Just seeing how grumpy he is all the time and mad all the time and shit. Like, I bet you if you could access non-sports Connor, who probably very rarely shows up, I bet you that dude's fucking freakishly smart. I also bet he's got some really interesting takes on just being Connor McDavid, right? The awareness of who he is relative to the sport. I think that'd be super interesting to listen. Yeah, but even like not even like if a guy like that, you could find the part of his brain that isn't about sports, right? Like remember, wasn't Paul Korea like an aeronautical engineer or something, Jay? Uh, one second. <laughs> He's delivering beer. Classic. Yeah, I'll answer my own question. Thank you. Uh, Paul Korea is like super bright too, right? He's like an engineer. Like Mike Richter went to Yale and shit. I bet you Connor's that smart. George so Paris went to delivery. Paul Korea had got a yeah, degree yeah, yeah, yeah. in in what it's like aeronautical engineering. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying. I bet you Connor's like of that intelligence. Like Paris. Good point. Yeah. Paris went yeah. to, to to Princeton, right? Yeah, Princeton. That's yeah. why I'd be on be friends. Yeah, and then I'd be like, oh, and then every time I hung out with Connor at the end, I'd be like, oh, by the way, good job getting eleven goals last game. Beside the point. Fair I'd enough. Um. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up for our uh, part two of the week here, episode one sixty eight. Uh, thanks for joining the call, guys. Onlyfans.com slash bag milk. That's right. Come watch me do my thing. <laughs> I got one more delivery to make, and Nation Beer delivery is done. All right, there we go. Uh, good news all around. We also need to give some quick love to our sponsor, Japa Machinery. Check them out online japamachinery.com or on their Instagram. Thanks for doing this, guys. Good luck with the rest of the deliveries, Jay. Thank you. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.